Hey everybody, how's it going? Welcome back to another episode of the Mindset Matters Podcast. Hope you're all having a great start to your week, and let's get right into it. You can't control every situation. More often than not, you can't control any given situation. You can't control homework, schoolwork in general, a bad teacher, a new boss, injury. But what you can control is your response to the given situation and choosing to act to make the situation better. Yeah, it sucks when sucky stuff happens, but that's life, and it's inevitable. Choosing to make the situation better, despite how afflicted you are, is the most honorable and positive thing you can do. And to back that up, setting and keeping that standard for yourself, to not let outside noise impact you and make you change off course for the worst. Because when you fall into that trap, It's so easy to get caught up complaining, whining, talking crap, quitting. Now, this type of thought process is negative and honestly extremely detrimental. Not only does it bring other people down, but it changes your perspective of the situation. You think more negatively about that particular thing. Talking smack behind your teacher, your boss, or your coach's back not only disrespects them, but fills you with anger, frustration, resentment. All these unnecessary, unneeded feelings that, at the end of the day, drag you down and make the situation even worse. That's why it's so important to keep a positive mindset when everything else around you seems negative. This gives you the power to be unaffected, resilient, confident, and ultimately happy. And when I started to take notice of this in my own life, it's crazy. It's like my whole life flipped. You know, my teammates, my roommates, my friends, my family, anyone could, you know, do me wrong. And now I'm like, okay with it. Not saying like I'm okay being stepped all over or just being submissive. No, it's looking at the situation, realizing it's a fleeting moment. People are going to make mistakes just as often as I make mistakes, possibly even more. Who knows? But that's not the point. The point is when you get so wrapped up in your head about one little mistake or one little affliction and you become obsessed with it and you think about it all day that it eventually ruins your day and it completely captivates your mind. To the point where you can't even think or do anything else because you're so upset about that one thing. Why cripple yourself like that? There's so much of the day left to be had. And there's so many more opportunities that can come. And you're gonna let that affect your whole day? You're gonna let that affect your whole week? Your whole month? Your whole year? When does it stop? It stops whenever you make the cognizant choice to not let it affect you. When you realize there's still stuff you gotta do throughout the day. There's still a to-do list you gotta check off. There's still groceries you gotta get. There's still a workout that you gotta smash. There's still homework you gotta do. Dishes you gotta do. You know, whatever it is, life doesn't stop for you. And if you're stopping for one little incidental moment, it's kinda soft. Sorry about it, but that's just the facts. And I'm calling myself out just as much as I'm calling you out. Because I was there, and I've been there. 
A year ago, one little thing could set me off for the entire day, even a week, a month, and I would hold on to it and it would stay wrapped up in my head until it ultimately consumed me. And that's no way for someone to live. Like, I wouldn't wish that on my worst enemy. Luckily, there are some things that you can control, like who you choose to surround yourself with, your environment, the walk you walk every day. Something I've realized growing up, it's like, it's better to be alone and growing in a positive direction than it is becoming a product of your toxic environment and trying to fit in and, you know, make friends that in the back of your head, you know, aren't the best influence on you. Or maybe it's even people that kind of just suck the life out of you and you got to put a bunch of energy in and you're not really getting anything back. Or maybe it's a set of friends that have completely different priorities and goals and aspirations in their life. And eventually, you know, you guys are going to split up. Do yourself a favor and get out of that. But, you know, if you're not ready to have that talk yet, you can save it for later. It's evident all throughout the Bible. And God tells us not to whine, gossip, and not to be of this world when you're looking at the people around you and what they're doing and you're looking at what the world is doing it's so easy to fall into that pattern but god reminds us to stand firm and even though we're in the world don't be of the world in philippians chapter 2 verse 14 he says do all things without complaining and disputing that you may become blameless and harmless children of god when we complain and we gripe and we talk crap on other people and gossip, that sets us up for failure. It sets us up for destruction. It sets us up for blame, for judgment, all around just negativity. And in Romans 12 verse 2, it says, Do not be conformed to this world, but be transformed by the renewal of your mind, that by testing you may discern what is the will of God, what is good and acceptable and perfect. And I saw this article on a Christian website talking about Romans 12, saying how we must understand that being in the world, but not of it, is necessary if we are to be a light to those who are in spiritual darkness, or any darkness for that matter. We are to live in such a way that those outside the faith, or even in the faith, see our good deeds, our manners, and know that there's something different about us in a good way. Christians who make every effort to live, think, and act like those who do not know Christ do him a great disservice. If you're repping the brand Christianity and not living like it, you got some work to do. God tells us that by our fruits, you will know the person that you're dealing with. Their fruits meaning how they act, how they live, their persona. You're just going to know. So bear good fruit. And when it comes to these dark moments and these trials in our lives, it's so important to remember this too shall pass. And this is something my mom instilled in me from a very young age. And when I was dealing with all types of things like anxiety and depression and, you know, the stress of being an athlete and just growing up, really being a teenager, this is something that she got from the Bible, specifically in 2 Corinthians. And the verse says, Therefore, do not lose heart. Though outwardly we are wasting away, inwardly we are being renewed day by day. 
For our light and our momentary troubles are achieving for us an external glory that far outweighs them all. So we fix our eyes not on what is seen, but on what is unseen, since what is seen is temporary, but what is unseen is eternal. And that's deep. That is something that you got to take some time and read over and over and really understand. But what that verse is talking about is exactly what I've been talking about this whole podcast. And it can be simplified in the words, this too shall pass. It's saying our momentary troubles and afflictions are preparing us for our future glory, our future triumphs, our future light that we're able to spread. And it says not fixing our eyes on what is seen and fixing them on what is unseen. That's just perspective. That is not looking at your current circumstance and that's looking at a month from now, a year from now, 10 years from now, thinking about the big picture. How can this situation change me for the better? And most importantly, we got to have faith. You got to believe that everything is working for the betterment of all. And everything is working for a higher purpose. And that things will work out. And a perfect example of this is a parable in Matthew chapter 8, where Jesus calms the storm. It starts off in verse 23 and says, And when he got into the boat, his disciples followed him. And behold, there arose a great storm in the sea, so that the boat was being swamped by the waves. But he was asleep. So Jesus is asleep. His disciples are like kind of freaking out because there's a bunch of ocean and like the waves are crashing over. It's kind of crazy. You know, me personally being scared of drowning, I would be kind of freaking out here. But they wake him and they're freaking out. And the first thing Jesus says is, why are you afraid, O you of little faith? You see, any human is going to be freaked out whenever they see, you know, a Titanic type scene. But there's power in faith. There's power in knowing that, you know, I got Jesus right by me. I'm going to be good. He's not going to let anything happen to me. And the storm that's symbolized in this parable isn't just the ocean it's everyday life it is the trials and tribulations that you face every single day those are the waves so as we maneuver through life and we're hit with these waves and this adversity remember to have faith because God's going to calm the storm for you and remember with faith this too shall pass and that wraps it up for today's episode Thank you guys for listening in, and as always, stay positive, love yourself, and have a good week. Later.